Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Tom Hoagie is currently the 29th ranked player in the world in the world golf rankings. He's 17th in the race for the FedEx Cup. Three top 10 finishes so far this year. Not a bad year. It's a pleasure to welcome Tom Hoagie to the Augusta Golf Show for the very first time. How are you, Tom? Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for saying yes to this. I really appreciate it. How does a guy from Statesville, North Carolina, go to TCU and live in North Dakota? Well, uh, I'm guessing the wife. I'm guessing the wife has something to do with North Dakota. No, I've got to. So I was born in Statesville. We moved to Fargo, North Dakota when I was six months old. Oh, okay. I grew, I grew up in Fargo. I uh, went to TCU, and I've I've been in Fort Worth ever since my TCU days. So uh, I live in Fort Worth, uh, but consider Fargo my hometown. You know, uh, not many golfers from North Dakota, so I've got to claim North Dakota, and uh, it's always fun to be announced as being from Fargo, North Dakota, on the first tee. How often do you get back there? Not a lot. You know, I tried to get back there in the summers a little bit because it's a nice time up there, um, as short as those summers are. But, um, you know, if I get back once a year now, that's pretty good. But um, certainly miss going back, you know, July and August when the weather's pretty good up there. Are there good golf courses in North Dakota? Yeah, for sure. You know, it was always a short golf season, but, you know, when we could play, you know, we have so much daylight up there that you can play from 5.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock at night in the middle of summer. So, um, you know, we certainly took advantage of those full days when we could get on the golf course uh, to make up for the lost time in the winters. But um, I was lucky. I grew up at Fargo Country Club. It was a great golf course. It hosted a U.S. Junior Amateur, um, a women's tennis, so some big amateur tournaments. And, um you know, certainly felt like it prepared my game well to take it to the next level. All right. Um, respectable showing last week at the Genesis T14. Tell me about tell me about the atmosphere out there last week. Yeah, it was fun. You know, you get Tiger back um, in the mix. It just adds another element to that, you know. And with the elevated events, you know, everybody's there. And to throw Tiger on top of that, um, a little bit of a buzz there last week. So it was fun to have that again. And, uh, man, it was great to see Tiger play well. I was rooting for him. I'm hoping that he, you know, his health holds up. I'm hoping he starts feeling good about his golf game and maybe wants to tee it up another week or two uh, each year. And we, we get that more often because it's so much fun having him out there. I'm guessing because of his lack of play, you really haven't had the chance to play with Tiger. You know, I've played with him three times in my career on tour. Okay. Um, 20, 2015 was the first time. And then I played with him twice uh during the COVID year, you know, once that was actually the day that Kobe Bryant passed away. They'll always remember that day because of that. But um, at Torrey Pines uh, in February, and then the PGA Championship that year on Sunday as well. Um, so played him a few times, and certainly days I always remember from my career. You know, Tiger was the guy for me growing up, and so just to see him walk by you uh, weeks like last week is cool. And like I said, there's nobody that brings what he brings to our game and the buzz that it creates every week that he shows up is incredible and certainly hope he's able to do it a little bit more often. I assume you're not playing this week. I assume you're coming back for the Arnold Palmer. Um, how many weeks in a row are you then going to play? Yeah, I'll play um, Arnold Palmer and the Players Championship and then have a week off and play the match play and then probably a week off before Augusta. So, Fun to start thinking about Augusta and the Masters. Um, I'm trying to figure out uh, what my best preparation is going to be leading into that week. So, um, 
you know, I think I need a few more weeks of rest than um, I was originally intending, so a couple more weeks off. But I'm excited for this part of the schedule. You know, the players is a big event and one that I feel like really suits my game well, and then it leads into the Masters, and um, there's a lot of big golf coming up ahead of us and certainly a lot of fun. How many weeks can you go in a row, Tom, before you really start to feel it? Well, it's funny, you know, uh, going back to Corn Ferry days, you'd play nine, ten weeks in a row, and just because you had to, to try to chase that tour card, and it wasn't really that big of a deal. And now, uh, you know, I played the last three weeks. I'd played six out of seven weeks and felt like I was pretty tired by the end of uh, this last run. So I guess I don't know if I'm getting old or what's <laughs> going on here, but it's uh, certainly getting a little bit soft in, in uh, this day. But um it's all relative, you know, it, it, how much pressure you get to put on yourself, that sort of stuff, too, matters. But, um, yeah, I kind of like that sweet spot. Three to four weeks, I feel like my game kind of gets a little bit sharper each week as I get going and uh, just try to manage the energy well. We're talking with Tom Hoagie here on the Augusta Golf Show. You played 32 events last year, so apparently there's some endurance. You, you can play a lot. I play a lot and play a little bit too much. You know, I've got a tough deal that I come home on weeks like this and I just want to be back out there competing. And, you know, every week on tour is such a great week and, and we play great golf courses. You play for a lot of money and it's hard to want it, hard to be sitting at home on the couch when uh, they're giving out a million bucks each week. So there's, it's a tough balancing act and something I'm trying to get a little bit better at, you know, because I played 32 and I think I played 34 weeks the year before that. So I've played a lot. Um, but I know I would need a little bit more rest and a little bit sharper when I do get out there and play. Are you allowed to skip an elevated event? I'm not, I don't know okay. that I know the answer to that. The guys that are in the PIP, the 20 guys that are in the PIP, have to play all of the events. They can miss one. Okay. And, you know, for guys like myself that are not in that PIP, um, you can pick and choose as you want to. So, you know, I've looked at the schedule – I see myself not playing uh, Quail Hollow probably as an elevated event um, just because right after that we come back to Texas and play Byron Nelson and Colonial, and those are tournaments I want to play being close to home here. So that's probably the only one that I'm going to miss um, just because, you know, $20 million purse is uh, a lot of incentive to get out there and play well. I understand. Uh, you mentioned the Masters. You played in the Masters last year, T39. Tell me about that whole experience. Man, it was a blast. Um, you know, what a challenging golf course. First off, you know, in the conditions we played it last year, it just felt like every part of your game has got to be spot on leading into that week. So that's kind of my focus right now as I look ahead. But, um, you know, it's the tournament I've always wanted to play in. And it took me till my eighth year on tour. So I certainly gained a lot better appreciation for how hard it is to make it to the Masters and everything that entails. So, uh, there was a lot in that week. You know, it was cool to have family and friends there. It was incredible to tee it up there for the first time and uh, kind of celebrate what it took to get to that point. So it was pretty cool. And, um, you know, what? I played okay, I would have liked to finish a bit better than I did, but um, felt like I learned a lot seeing that golf course in a lot of different conditions as the week went on. And hopefully that can help me this year as I get back. Had you been to the tournament before playing? I had never been, so I won at Pebble Beach last year, and that's what got me right. into the into the Masters last year. And uh, I think I had a similar schedule last year. I skipped Han, and I was going to Bay Hill, and 
my dad and brother and I all went and member hosted us out there, and uh, that was three of us first time at Augusta National. Um, so it was pretty cool to have that opportunity and take those guys there and all sharing that together for the first time. Most surprising thing about that golf course to you was what? You know, you, you hear about the elevation change. You know, I feel like everybody talks about that and how TV doesn't do that justice. So I was kind of prepared for that coming out of the gates. But um, you kind of always heard how you don't have to drive it that well around there. And I was very surprised at how tight some of those tee shots were. Think about a hole like number seven, uh, just straight away and pretty narrow. You got to hit that thing straight out there. And, um, you know, 18, I was through that shoot just, just how demanding some of the tee shots are, you know, when people always talked about you kind of get away with spraying a little bit sideways. Certainly didn't feel like that was the case. and feel like you've got to drive it really well for the week during the Masters in order to have a good chance and set yourself up for some good iron play. I know you're not, you know, a 40-time participant, but what are your thoughts about uh, moving the tee on 13? Yeah, um, I can see why they did it. I get, you know... Um, some of the distance these guys have and could cut that corner. Uh, last year, the wind that was always a left to right wind off the tee and a little bit into. So for, for me last year, you know, I felt like I was hitting a good drive and still having four into hybrid into the green. I felt like the hole played perfectly. Um, so from that regard, I don't love moving it back because I feel like it's going to take away some of the uh, risk element of the hole. But I understand that if you got that hole playing downwind, that you would need some more yardage, and I see why they did it for sure. But um, I'm excited to get there and check it out and see what it looks like from a little further back. What um, What's your favorite event out there on tour? Mm, that's a tough one. You know, like I said, every week's a good week out there. I really enjoy, you know, Riviera is a great golf course. Um, I enjoy playing Spyglass and Pebble Beach where I won, obviously. But, you know, I'd probably go with one of those just because of the golf course. I enjoy playing those good, classic, old-school golf courses that, uh, you know, kind of tree-lined and just, uh, you know, every shot's right there in front of you. When you're out there in, in Carmel and Monterey, have you had the, have you had the chance to, to play Cypress Point? I have not yet. Oh. Uh, partners a few times with some guys that were members there but uh it's just such a busy week for us with turn with three golf courses and trying to play all the practice rounds i haven't made it out yet but uh hopefully i can do so in the future this is a question that maybe only fascinates me i'm just curious tell me the story behind your yardage book how old is it what's the reason you use the one you use i don't have much of a story to be honest with you you know i I get the book each week that we show up and I'm not a big notes guy or anything. Kind of leave that up to my caddy, but I do like to have a yardage book of my own just to look at things as we go. But I'm not real particular to much of anything. So, uh, I don't have much of a story there. I'm not superstitious or anything like that. So, uh, I kind of just show up and get a new one and away we go. But I could have making a Ryder cup. Could you see yourself using that, that book for a while? Yeah, possibly. Uh, I guess it would all depend on how I play at that Ryder Cup. I'm a little bit superstitious to that. <laughs> he is Tom Hoagie. Uh, again, he's the 29th-ranked player in the world, 17th right now in the race for the FedEx Cup. Um, I know this kind of came about at last minute. Tom, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate it. Uh, play well, and I can't wait to see you in April. Yeah, absolutely. It's getting fun to start thinking about the Masters, and uh, it's getting close, so excited to get back out there.